few times, the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Here we go, I'm back now. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to yet another amazing, drum roll, episode of the Heroes of Noise, ladies and gentlemen. I'm pumped, I'm jazzed, I'm ready. I'm only one side of this, though. You have another guy over there just as pumped and just as ready as me. His name is the man, the myth, the legend. Who are you over there? Yeah, let's kick some ass. Woo, Steve. Are we awake or what, man? If anybody can tell right now, we are crazy awake and completely ready to do a show. Aren't we, Steve? We are so awake <laughs> that I don't think I could go back to sleep if I wanted right. to. Like if I curled up in my comfortable bed, right. turned off the lights for like an hour, it wouldn't feel good at all. There is zero reluctance to start this show. We are ready to tear it up for you guys. We did not discuss not doing a show today. Let's go. Then I have a question for you. How are you doing, man? How, how are you, man? How are you doing? You okay? Wonderful, man. I was born ready to do this. How was your day today? Tell me about your day, Dan. My day? As in, like, just today? Since we've started yes. talking? Yeah. No, like, what did you do when you woke up today? Where'd you go? What'd you ha- what happened? See, you've been up for, like, 18 hours. I just got up, like, 45 minutes ago. Oh, man. I'm going to go ahead and just leave that out. Because all I did was go to the grocery store. There's nothing to that, man. But I can tell you something I've been thinking about. Oh, wow. I think this will inspire a conversation. I cannot wait. You kind of already know, I think, because you gave me one of your... your uh... Testicles? Yes. And I put it in my pocket and <laughs> saved it for later. <laughs> I have Steve's testicle in my pocket, ladies and gentlemen. It's the kind of day we're having. All right, dude, I'm going to lay this on you. Okay. Because I have a feeling I know the way you're going to go with this. I'm just curious. I don't have a lot of ideas yet. Uh-huh. I don't have anything set in stone. I have a thought that keeps repeating in my head, and I need to share it with you, and I want to see what you think, all right? Okay, all right. Now, one should chase their dreams, right? Yes. What if it's like not so much a dream as, well, I guess it's kind of a dream. It's more of a daydream. It's kind of a whimsy, but I think it could be fun. Mm -hmm. Steve, I'm thinking about purchasing a food truck. Now, I realize that this means socializing with people, and I know that's not your bag. Dan. Come on. I don't understand why. I, okay, first know, of all, real why? quick, okay, before, yeah, you, re, before you respond, <laughs> what is your first thing that you picture? A truck of food with you passing out food out of said truck. Yeah, but I mean, are you talking like a taco truck? Or are you? I was thinking ice cream. An ice cream truck. Maybe if it was done like, fancy with some yeah, kind of like gimmick. Yeah, like it's cake. Because you don't have to talk to people much then. But what if I want to talk to people? Dan. Hey, I'm not you, you weirdo. Dan. Okay, but Dan, you, you get, I think you have, a, you have a, a level. Like talking to people for like an hour that you don't know. And a bunch of, a series of people that you don't know for an hour. I don't see that as your thing. I see that as you'll have a really good conversation with somebody for 15 minutes and be like, wow, that was really good. Then when you stop the next time someone else wants to have a conversation, you'll be like, all right, come on. Dude, it's a food truck. It's not a conversation truck. I understand that. Hi, what'll it be? Okay, here's your number. And then here's your food. But No, but you you still got to meet people and 
enjoy their company for them to say, hey, you should go to Dan's freaking food truck. Now, you want me to be like the old Italian guy that walks around the restaurant? How's everything? Yes. Hey, look at this guy. Yes. I'll tell you about when I yes. met uh, Rocky Marciano. Hey, I was right there with him and he gave me a left foot or right. I said, hey, you crazy goombag, you fucking prick. Well, yes, no, that's, that's I'm just, you just go and you, you're you friendly to people. I can be friendly to people with you quick little interludes all day long. That's what I do for a living. Okay, but okay, and here's another thing: you don't mind being cooped up in a truck nah, for eight hours. No. And okay, and here's yet another. What this? When has this been a dream of yours? I said maybe it was more of a whimsy. So, like when my dad before my dad passed, we were talking about yeah. possibly doing something like this. Now, food truck life wasn't that chic back then; it wasn't popular. So we were thinking maybe doing like a catering service or something. But now. Okay. That's kind of the thing. I don't know if I'm missing the boat. Apparently, by the way, if you go to the UK, I could corner the market on this if I went to the UK. Well, I mean, there's there's food trucks that are so popular in LA that like they'll put a on Twitter be like, we're going to be here now. And there's going to be a huge crowd when it shows up. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. Because they just do. Now, like Chef, Fresno, like the movie Chef. Yeah. But OK, but you can you cook like that? I can cook. I'm not saying I'm just going to start tomorrow. I have to work up a menu. Got to work up a name, a gimmick. There's licensing. There's there's uh, permits. There's all kinds of Your stuff. I'm just saying school? this is something that's been going on. It's, it's been going on in my head for probably like a year and a half. And it just sort of resurfaced lately. I mean, here's the thing. Would you be successful? Yes. I think you would be successful if you quit everything and did just that. Learned how to cook. I and like found your groove. Yeah, you could do it. Do I see you dropping everything else to do this food truck? No, I do not. You, you're not a jump off the ledge guy because you can't afford to be. If you were just you and Gail, hypothetically, mm-hmm. sure, you could jump off a ledge and start doing a food truck. You start small. What you do, you go to the farmer's markets. So you'd be like a food cart? No. <laughs> I'm going to be like the dude with the <laughs> ring, ring, ring. Hello. Yeah, yeah you're riding the bike with that thing. With top of the I used to buy meat from a guy that did that, though. I used to buy meat from a guy that rode a bike with meat in the back. You would. That doesn't surprise me at all. But, D- Dan. Hi, strange man with, <laughs> with mystery meat on his bicycle. Sure. I'm buying it. I'll take a few I'm pounds of that. It. Totally. That's but not what, what I'm going for. It's not going to be this this white truck that pulls up with no riding on it, opens up shop and just like, starts slinging meat outside the back of it. I understand that. But what, when you say you start small, what does that even mean, dude? I'm saying you get your gear together, how you're going to do it, present yourself correctly, right? Uh-huh. My theme, the name, all that stuff. It's Everything's there in place already. But I'm starting small. Like, mm-hmm. Like, you know, just like someone would podcast, you know, you, you start off small. You just put it out there and you see who bites. In this case, I'd be going to like farmer's markets, maybe try to get involved with some cons. But here's the thing. You are entertaining. Podcasting makes sense because you are entertaining on a podcast. You can talk well. I don't know if you can cook well. I don't know. I get that, that you don't know. But that's the only reason. No, it's not that. It's like for me to, if I said, Dan, you should totally do this. And then later on you do it and it turns out you're not good. And I say, you know what? I should have asked you if you could cook. You'd be like, yeah, you probably should have before telling me to jump. So what do you think? I'm just going to go to the store, buy a bunch of food and then look at it and go, okay, now what? No, that's why I asked you. I'm like, can you cook? And you said, I I mean, I 
did. No, I'm like, I said well, I can cook. Answer. I just said I don't know what the menu would be just yet. Like, I, oh, so you? I didn't know you could. So you're a great what cook. What are you talking about? Do you know how many times, Steve, on this podcast, you've talked about me cooking? Get it together, Hudson. I didn't know you were a good. Co- I didn't know you cook. Like people can cook. I didn't know you were a great cook. Well, my I had no idea. He's more of a barbecue thing, but I'm thinking I don't want it to stop there. I don't want it just to be like a the pit master's grill kind of thing. You know, I, I like to. I would like to do something involving barbecue, the aspects of barbecue, but I would like it to be something else. And I don't know okay, what. You yet. know what? I know what I'm going to do. You did you know that I went that I, they sent me to a a week long? I went to a week long business seminar one time. No, I'm sure I told you this. No, well, I did. Oh no, <laughs> yeah, I did. Just one of the many um, things you haven't. And I had a, a business startup program, and I had a business startup idea, and all that stuff. I had the I had a business plan set up. Couldn't get a loan. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you some questions, Dan. Okay. Because I believe in you. All right. And I, I if you're really for real, no question. Okay. okay. But you got to bear in mind, this is just something yes. that's floating around. It's not like I woke up with my full plan in my head. Oh, I know. So no, no, no. If no I don't answer your question correctly, you can't be like, well, so you don't know. You don't know. There is no correct. No, there's no correct answer, by the way. There's no correct answer to these questions because you're just being like, oh, this. Okay. Shoot. All right. So um, in your in your perfect scenario. Yeah. How long would it be for you before you actually turned a profit? In your perfect I would not expect to turn a profit for at least a year. Okay. Um, And in that year, do you have a backup situation that you're going to pay bills with? Yes, sir. Doing what I do right now. Oh, you're going to... So you're going to be doing 16 hours again. Hell yeah. But it'll be fun. No, it's, it's totally. No question. So at first, my, at least, my, <laughs> it could, could turn to shit, but I mean, it might be fun. Well, it's going to be fun for as long as you want to do it, right. for sure. Yeah. Um, so you're going you're gonna to go to work, get off work, prepare all the food until the morning. It isn't going to just be me. It's going to be you and uh, your wife. Sure. And maybe, maybe, maybe it'll be a family thing. Oh, it's going to be a family. I thought, okay. I got lots of ideas floating around. I don't know exactly which way I'm going to go just yet, but I'm just saying it's not going to just be You can do it, Dan. Waking up at the ass crack of dawn and just going out there setting up shop by myself. Don't even have time to go to the bathroom because it's just me. No, this isn't a yard you, sale, friend. This is this is no, a business I'm trying to create. Here's the thing, Dan. The reality is, the, the truth of the matter is, mm-hmm. and this is real, I mean, you could do it. You could do it and be successful. Let's just throw that out. That is a total reality. If you want to do this, you could not only do this, but be successful at doing this. That is now on the side. You got to put that as an automatic. There is no, will you be successful? Can you do this? Whatever. Here comes the but. It's just, you can do this. It's just the fact of, hey, um, you know, will you? That's it. You can and you would be successful. It's just, will you and do you want to do it? That is the only question. Well, that's what I'm talking about. It's starting to float around in my head a lot more. I'm thinking that, you know, uh, in the later part of life, maybe this is something I can do. Maybe this is my transition to retirement. You know what? Now, that's a that's a great idea. Oh, I'm, not, you I'm nowhere near now. retirement. I'm just saying, you know, you have something. Like, what I do is great, and I'm good at it. I'm very good at it. I'm not going to front, but I don't know. I just think it would be fun. It would be a good way to see the world, or at least the country. Oh, oh, that would be really cool. Driving like you around. could literally travel. Yeah, oh, yeah. go to like uh, South by Southwest, pull up in there. Go to Canada. But that's ballsy to go up to South by Southwest and be selling barbecue. Just something I'm thinking about. 
Yeah. I don't think it's, I think it's, it'd be great. So I'm going to go to the barbecue capital of the world and sling my Fresno barbecue? Yes. Don't get me wrong. It's good. It ain't perfect. You can do pop-ups. You can do pop-ups where it's like, hey, I'm going to be at this place at this time. Now where you'd make a killing is by the courthouse. Because all the, I know a few sheriffs and they all go, they'll they'll do, uh, they'll hit up the food trucks so that they don't have to go to uh, like actual yeah, a restaurant. I know what you're saying, but do you know the difference between, like, say, a what I'm calling a food truck versus the lunch truck? Do you know what I'm getting at? Like, I don't want no. it just to be like I don't want it to, to just be a where I go and okay, well, we've got burritos and we've got sandwiches. I don't care. It's not the food. There's a gimmick I want to sell too, and I'm not sure exactly what it is just yet. For okay. instance, having some kind of theme that you can play off of without getting sued. I don't know how some of these places do it. Like they have Star Wars themed places and shit like that. That's all been used up. But what if I did like a rock and roll theme of sorts? Oh, dude! And so when you open the thing, you'll be you'll hear like jamming, like jamming rock music coming out of it, and people could just come up and eat. Yeah, like I said, it's a little oh, bit niche. I was talking to somebody. I said it's a little bit niche. But what if I just played, you know, the band Rush? Ooh. You know what I'm talking about, Rush? I I'm gonna say yes. You don't know. God damn it! Steve. I do. But if you tell, what's their popular song? Uh, that you would know, I'm going to go with Tom yeah. Sawyer. Oh, yeah. Do you? No. You don't know. <laughs> I'm almost sure that, do they say Tom Sawyer? I don't think they say it in the song. Anyway, they? Steve. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I was thinking for you? Since you love that sort of thing, would you not do an 80s one? I could. That's what I'm thinking about. Call it Hungry Like the Wolf. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. Dan, you just made a hit. You see what I'm saying? There's you just there. made a hit. There's something That's there. what you call it. There's something there. And then there. you, here's the thing. Every day that you have a band, like if it's Hungry Like a Wolf, whatever, all the, all the um, things on the menu can be like a pun on whatever Duran Duran hits were. There you go. And then the next day, if you do Rush, they can be puns on Rush stuff. This is Rush, the by next, the way. Okay. I have never heard this song. God damn it, Steve. Why do I even talk to you? I don't get it. Why do we have a show? I don't get it. I don't know. I have never. Well, check it out. Rush has a a song called Subdivisions, right? Yeah. So what if I themed it out Rush and made sub sandwiches and I could call it Subdivisions? Oh, come on, dude. What if you have a Freddie Mercury day and called Don't Stop Meat Now? Come on, dude. (laughs) Don't Stop Meat Now. Hey, that's pretty good. (laughs) Especially if it's like barbecue related, you know. Don't Come on, stop dude. Come on. I like it. <laughs> I think. Okay, here's the thing. Like I said, Dan, there's a, there's a there's a Metallica themed one, and it's called Grill Them All. Are you serious? That's pretty good. That's actually really good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like it's already been touched. I got to be careful with this. But okay. I don't know where that one is. Okay. Now I got to like, think. I, about- I really like that. Like, here's the thing. Dan, I'm telling you, I, I got might, one. maybe I got gonna, one. Oh, I can't wait. Go. What if it's like a hip hop theme one? Yes. Just play nothing but like '90s hip hop all the time. Uh huh. Sandwich place, three meats high and rising. Oh my god, that <laughs> See? is such a good idea. See? You can come along. You want to join me? You want to be in this? I'm. I would love to because then you right could now. do, you could do NWA, but niggas with barbecue. <laughs> That would be very successful. 
being that I can't even join in on the joke, <laughs> that's going to be real no, successful. No, but I w- here's what I would tell you, Dan. I'm promising you this. You could do this and it would be successful. If you, I don't know if the 16-hour days would work, though, G. I'm saying you would make enough money doing the truck, I believe, that you'd be okay. With this sort of gimmicky stuff, where it like you have all the posters ready, all the menu items ready, and since you're doing like a bunch of like music stuff, you would have to have like a grip of different menus, but it's all gonna be derivative of the same thing. You're just calling it something else. I think it would sell like as soon as they see the 80s stuff and rush or whatever you start with, people are gonna come actually, they're gonna literally fly. They'll be like, oh my God, this is so cool. As soon as one person comes, they're going to tell everybody. And if you could set up shop at like, if you could set up shop at, um, if you can get a thing for your like daughter's school and say, hey, how do I get a school contract? They might let you set up next to her school for the first day. And those kids are on Twitter on a daily. I could totally do that already. Well, then, dude, th- those are the kids that are going to get your name out there because they're on Instagram. They're on, look where I'm at. And they're going to be like, oh, I want to go there. Next thing you know, you're everywhere. You know, dude, I'm telling you, man. I would, I'm going to, I'm not going to regret saying this. I would, I would not even do 16 hours. I'd say skip it and follow your dream. Dude, life is short, man. Tell me about Like it. life is Luke Perry died. I know. I guarantee Luke Perry was like, what is going to be my next project? And then he has a stroke and he passes away. Wasn't he in the middle of Riverdale? I don't know if like filming wise, but. He is in, yeah, he was, he's, he's in, in it. Yeah pretty sad dude 52 years old you're damn right life is short dude i used to i watched every episode of nine or two and so did i and so knowing that happened i'm like oh yeah now i used to look back and say wow being old i can't imagine it now looking at 50 i'm like oh now i see how it happens you look back you're like my life just went it went so fast and dude if the food track here's the thing the worst thing that can happen is it fails and you still have a license to perform what the thing that you do well anyway. Your license isn't going to go anywhere. Beastie Boys theme, license to grill. That's a good one, G. Just saying. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. It's probably been done. Um, I don't think so. I mean, maybe, but it's Someone not going to be. Took it. <laughs> yeah, someone tell me. To, oh, I guarantee that. Um, you can do an Oliver Stone theme, um, Natural Born Gorillas. <laughs> gorillas in the Mist. Oh my! Now that's the one. In the summertime, you just put misters yes. outside. What? Oh, gee, come on, Dan. Come on, Dan. There's something Dan. to this, Hudson. That's all I'm saying. Come I'm not on, saying Dan. I'm do it. But it's in my what? head a lot. You shouldn't have told me then. Why? <laughs> Because I'm going to be crazy on it now. Good. I need ideas. I need Gee, a partner. I think, I think you should do it. Screw it. Life goes so quick. Follow your dreams, man. Johnny Bucks came up with Euros of Noise. That is actually genius. <laughs> that is actually freaking genius. Euros. It ain't mad, right? <laughs> I don't know how to make Euros, but I can try. <laughs> Only you bucks would come up with silliness like that. This is why I'm putting it out there. Years of no. Yeah. That's really Send me funny. some names, guys. That is so funny, dude. Send me some puns. I, I, I think the 
<laughs> so far, the way I really like gorillas in the mist. <laughs> so I don't know why that tickles me so much. I just think it's really, really funny. Gorillas in the mist. <laughs> like it's enough for me. Like if you had that on the side of your truck, I'm stopping and be like, "Hey, who came up with that?" It's not bad because. Because there's only a few people that are going to get it. And the people that get it are going to laugh in their cars. It'd be like, gorillas in the mist. Like, technically, G, you can name it that and still do your 80s themed stuff. Because that's a genius name of a freaking. That's a, Or Euros of Noise or Gorillas in the Mist. Those are the two names you should try. Because Gorillas in the Mist is literally going to make me look. I'm going to be like, what the hell is that? That is so funny. It's either going to be like people that are Ice Cube fans showing up or it's going to be the people that were, what was her name? The lady that actually, uh, they wrote that, was it Diane like Fossey or something like was, that? Um, her name was, um, I think it was Diane Fossey. I okay. I think. I know there's a Bob Fossey that's a dancer. Yeah. I'd be shocked. Wrong Fossey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh no, but yeah, those. If I pass by that truck, I'm st- I'm gonna be like, dude, that is hilarious. And let alone if you open the window and there's music coming out and all the things are different 80s themed stuff or rock themed stuff. I'll be like, this is genius. And here's what I will tell you. You're gonna have an immediate copycat. An immediate copycat. But I might be the copycat. I gotta do more research in this. There's probably some, you know what I mean? Like it's almost too, the idea came too quick. It might already no, be out but, there. But, okay, but that's what we think, like, we're PayPal. Oh, making, paying online, that's, there's no way that we're the first that thought about it. Elon Musk did do it. He was probably like, this is too easy. And he did it and sold the company immediately. So sometimes the best ideas come quickly. You know what it is? I have to stop watching the movie Chef. Every time I watch that movie, man, I get inspired. But that's just it. That's a that's a thing, though. I don't watch I don't watch freaking certain movies and be like, I want to be a that. Maybe that's a thing that you just want to pursue. And let alone the fact that you used to talk about it anyway back in the day. I did. I mean, I don't see how much. Do you know how much a food truck is? I was looking on. I forget what it was called. It was like. Uh, I, I think it was something as easy as food trucks. Dot, oh, food truck nation. Dot com, I think is ah, what it was. Okay. And you can get old school trucks for like 60000 That is a lot of money. Yeah, but if you're going to invest in it, it's going to be even more money. I mean, you got to try and make that money could, back, of course. But uh, I mean, if you get a loan for 60 racks, you can just pay it back slowly. 60 clams? 60 big yeah. ones? Gee, that's not bad. What can I do for you today, Mr. Ramirez? I need 60 racks. 60 big 60 ones. 60 racks. <laughs> now, who? So I think. The most, I would, I would honestly just say I would go full bore. You're already doing a few hours now and just don't pick up and just do the food truck. I'm doing a bunch of hours now, but yeah, I'm just, just don't pick this up. is just something I'm thinking about, man. I don't see it dying anytime soon. I don't want to get on it like when it's dying. I don't want to rush it either. But if I hit it at a, a very comfortable pace and I don't dilly dally, I think it's possible. All right. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm, I will, will, um, I think it will take, in order for it to get off the, the floor in like a year, it'll take every day you actually sitting down and doing stuff with it every day now. Maybe I need to start small. Maybe I do do like a uh, like a stand. A stand will be smart. 
go to the then farmers could, markets, get my name out there a little bit, see what they that'd think. Be, I mean, the the thing you could do is like like you said, have a stand with you have a uh, you have your egg. You can make some stuff with if you set up like at four in the morning. By the time people start walking into the farmers market, like that one on Sean first. I don't know if it's called the Kaba. Have you seen that place? The Pavilion. No, it's it's right behind um, the. It's on the north. Uh, northeast corner of Sean first is behind the Chevron. Oh, Sean first. Yeah. And there's like a, there's a, a farmer's market there, like a fresh food. Oh yes. Market. I do know what you're talking about. Yes. And I forgot how you say the name, but, uh, Sorry, non-locals, there, but yes, I know what you're talking about. If you go over there and say, Hey, look, I just, you know, I have a stand and I just want to put it out here. Right. What crick. And is it okay? And if they're like, yeah, just start there. And if you sell three sandwiches that whole day and get a person's honest opinion on them and have them fill out a questionnaire and they're like, could use more whatever. And if all of them universally say one thing, you'll be like, note to self. And you can just literally start building up your ideas. Like there's only one way to, and you have, you could do it now if you get your, go downtown, get your business license. The business license is only, I, it was $12 when I got one. It might be like $20 now. But you can go down there, get a business license and just start doing it, dude. I'm not going to disagree with you, man. I think there might be something to this. Like it's yeah. in my head. I'm telling you, and when things get in my head, Hudson, it's bad or it's good or it's a little bit now, both. Here, here's what I'm going to ask you. What would stop you from saying like in May, I'm going to set up a little stand in front of that market and sell. I have a menu of seven things. Pick amongst these seven things. Cute names, of course. You've got to use some of like gorillas in the mist. You've got to use some of those. But pick that and you could literally sell for five hours and then go home. What would stop me? Yeah. The lack of plan right now. I need to plan it out. You're talking for May. a day. Yeah. Yeah. Day. I'm saying you just have your egg out there and you're only not a stand. You only have a little stand with your egg. That's it. You have everything you need right now. All you're doing is planning a menu. And you cook well already. It's just like if I were like, hey, in May, you have to do a wedding and learn 25 songs. I'd be like, if I start now, I'm fine because I know how to play the piano already. You know how to cook already. All you're doing is adding stuff on top of what you already know. You'll be I fine, see your dude. point, but I think that I would rather take a little bit more time and like plan the menu out correctly. Do some experimentation with it. Get it to where I really want it. Work on well, the presentation. That, I, true, but I think that's what those people are for. There's The real experimentation is only them. Because if you're like, oh, tastes good. You're like, yeah, to you. There's only one real experimentation. And that's them. That's what we're like. We're guinea pigs at Costco. They're like, hey, pass those out. See how people like them. Tell them that you're selling them. See how they like. No, it. I feel you. Maybe I will. Uh, I would be there with bells on watching this. Watching. <laughs> Laughing. No, I, I mean? would not laugh. I would not laugh. If anything, I might scare people off. I would try to be quiet. I would try my best to be quiet. Instead of being like, this is the best sandwich you're ever going to taste. I could keep you away just by opening up at, new, at like eight o'clock in the morning. Oh, no, I'm going to. No, no, no. You don't understand, G. This is not something I'm going to miss. <laughs> you just want to watch. I don't think you quite understand because it's a dream happening. And like when you blow up, I could say I was there the morning of when he first opened. Hey, peep this. I remember that day. What if I attach a companion podcast to it? The startup all the way to completion. Oh, my goodness. Hold on. We got to push pause. No, we don't. I'm joking. Don't push pause. Okay. Not gonna Gee, push pause. That is freaking genius. 
Yeah, a startup program thing. Dan, that's my how experience Gimlet Media from, started. From conceptualization to oh, the, fin- the finished product. You know, Dan. Stammering this morning. What's up with that, Dan? Danathan. That's why I'm saying it, Hudson. It's not like you're giving me these ideas. This is what I've been thinking about. You should totally do it. I might. Seriously. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh, what? (laughs) (laughs) I have a few things in the works right now, as you know. Okay, that's good. Okay. No, you you know for a fact, like all bullshit aside, I've got a few things in the works right now where I really don't want to commit to anything until I figure out what exactly is going to happen. Okay. You know what I'm talking about. I do. So I don't want to do anything like, I don't want to say I'm starting. You have a child on the way. Everybody, he has a child on the way. Yeah, exactly. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to bite off more than I can chew until I figure out what's going on. Once I figure out my regular schedule, if you will, then we'll be good. There's just too many things up in the air right now where I don't want to commit to anything just yet, but I'm starting to formulate the plan. Okay. I'm very, I I can't wait for this. To come to whatever decision you make, I can't wait for it to happen. Whatever decision you decide. Well, thank you. I appreciate your support. But we got guys, seriously, yes. what do you think? You got some ideas for me? Throw some names at me. I'm just gonna take them. I'm not, I'm, don't try and sue me later. Don't ask for money. But be generous with your creativity. Send me some names. Send me some ideas. What would you like to see? Doesn't mean I'm gonna use them. Jeez, I, there's an endless supply of freaking puns. I'm just, they're just going through my brain. I know. We just need to sit down. Now, I mean, first, you I don't need you for it, it, but I'm saying we, we tend to, you know, start playing off of each other. We could come up with something good. Well, the thing is, I think, here's the thing. There's an endless supply. People are going to be sending in a bunch of stuff. It's going to be, um, it's going to be fun to see what happens, man. I'm very eager to see where, what, how it pans out. If you decide to do it, if you don't decide to do it, why you didn't do it. Uh, it's going to be endless conversation fodder. You already know what I think. I think you brought it up because you know what I'd say. I never know what you're going to say. I mean, with dreams, I'm only going to say one thing. I'm not a fan. You, <laughs> you need to have a- You went from discouraging me to encouraging me. You know that, right? No, but remember I said, you can do it and be successful. You need to put that to the side. Because I was like, oh, he doesn't know what I think. You need to put that to the side. You can do it if you really wanted to do it. I believe any dream could just happen. I just believe that. If you want to do it, then just do it. However, these things, da, 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 da. but I'm like, but you could do it tomorrow. I mean, you could do it like next week. You're right. The worst it's case a- scenario, I fail. That's the, and that's literally, and I mean, if I went to another country and I was like, oh, I freaking failed at a food truck. They'd be like, there are people buzzing bullets past my head. I will take your place any day of the week. If that's your worst case, I will take your place. I'm like, you know what? It's, we have too many opportunities here. Worst case scenario, you're right back to where you started. Right. Well, that's why I don't want to leave what I'm currently doing. I mean, even, even, even your, I mean, I would say even that you still have a certificate of what you do. Yeah. That's not going anywhere. Yeah. You're going to always have that. So you have, you are in a no lose. You are literally in a no lose situation. Mm, no, <laughs> I think there's How quite a bit lose? to lose actually. What? Money. Okay. You can get that back. It's true. There's you're in a no lose. Now, if I did it, I'm not going to find what I do making this money. But I would still be like, if someone was like, "Hey, we want you to write a song for such for whoever the deuce." After two songs, I'm gone. 
What, why you don't think they'll use you anymore? Uh, no, I'm saying not not from them. I'd say I would I would dedicate my life to the dream. I would have to. Yeah, Once can't. I get a placement, I would have to. I'm still waiting to hear your shit. I know, dude. And it's ready, too. It's in the Dropbox. I actually, You know what's funny? I dropped it in Preacher accidentally for like a day. And I, for, I was like, oh, crap. And I took, put it to another folder. So it's in the Dropbox right now? No, I accidentally did it for a day. And then I pulled it out. Why don't you put it in the Dropbox real quick? Here you go, G. And then I can play something. Here. I feel you, dog. Take the leap, my friend. Take the leap. I'm sure people would hey, want to we'll, hear that. Here's the thing. We'll both take the leap. Yeah, but you're ready. Th- that's like you're it. on I'm the not... ledge. All you need to do is take the step. I need to go climb the stairs. But that's not true. Dan, our steps are equal. No, they're not. Yes, they are. I have not been working on my dream for multiple years. Now, you make a good point, but your experience adds to your dream. So in a way, you have been working on it. Nah, you're not going to get off that easy. (laughs) (laughs) You can only bullshit me so much, Hudson. (laughs) Oh, dude. Uh, Never mind. I'm not going to do these puns all day. (laughs) Well, no, please. Maybe this is the one. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. There's just too many. Like, I thought about 18, uh, like a bunch of them for two live crew. But I was like, it just depends on what, like, if you got a beer, it's two live brew. What are we talking about right now, Jay? <laughs> I'm kind of liking the Beastie yeah. Boys thing because I could do like pulled license pork. License to Grill is good. I could do pulled pork. Yeah, License to Grill is the thing, right? The name but of it. I don't, I don't think you do pulled pork. In the must miss, though. <laughs> it's called, uh, that is so good. it's called Slow and Low. That would be the name of the sandwich. Oh, that's good. Because mm-hmm. you cook that's it good. low and slow. Mm. Is that how you cook the sandwich for real? Yeah. Pulled pork, you do. Not the sandwich itself, but pulled pork. You got to do it low and slow. Why do you call it pulled pork? Because once it's done, you like shred it apart. You're pulling the pork. You make sandwiches out of it. That's interesting. Not sandwiches, sir. Sandwiches. Sandwiches. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, see, I've got two now for Beastie Boys. Okay. That's a good one. Uh What else? Um, I don't know. (laughs) Because I'm thinking about, there's Paul Revere, Brass Monkey. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you're going off a of license to ill. Yeah, but dude, that's because that's what you said, license to grill. The Eggman? Eggman? What's that? Oh, Paul's Boutique, man. It's like their best album. Oh, no, 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 no. We're doing license to grill. We're doing, no, li- we have to do it from that. around one album. Why not? If it's called license to grill, you should theme it around license to ill. No, that you just, just no, makes that's just sense. The, that's just the starting point. That's the eye catcher. Oh, look, it's a Beastie Boys theme. I can make the truck look like the album. But see, oh, dude, that would, so you would literally every single different album you decide to do, you'd paint, repaint the truck? No. Oh. I'm just getting a name. Oh, and now see, here's the question. Would you say license to grill and still put rock music sometimes? Or would you rather sure. be rock and occasionally have hip hop? No, no, I think they'd get it. And I think that a lot of Beastie Boys fans like rock anyway. Yeah, that's true. I've seen their crowds. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Lots of baseball hats. Yeah. Probably a lot of red ones now. <laughs> oh, that's just racist, man. <laughs> See? Racism's terrible the, unless you want to do it. <laughs> they're the most likely to have the red hats. That's a racist remark. That is not true. That is not true. That is just like, well, yeah, I mean... From their makeup of their albums or the makeup of their their 
Fan base, probably. Nah. I'd imagine. I don't think Especially so. Especially after License to Ill. I don't think so. I find that highly racist and offensive, man. After License, dude, when we were listening to License to Ill, we didn't know they were white. Until we saw like a video. We are like, oh, sniff. You knew they were white. We did They sounded not. like Jerry a... Lewis. <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> yes, not not did. Paul Revere. When he was like, um, uh, when he was like, uh, I had a little horse named Paul Revere. We're like, oh, this dude's killing and then we watch the video. We're like, oh, that dude's killing and he's white. That's crazy. It's just like, um, I don't care what nobody says. You can clown Vanilla Ice all you want. Y'all were rocking to Ice Ice Baby. If you weren't, you were silly. We were all jamming to Ice Ice Baby. And we didn't know he was white either until we saw the, the thing. So when Eminem came out, I'm like, oh, this white boy can rap. I was like, he can, but we've had that before. <laughs> I didn't know why people went crazy. I'm like, no, I mean. You're comparing Eminem boys- to Vanilla Ice? No, no, no. I'm saying like we had the Beastie Boys could rap. Paul Revere, he was spitting. And I still don't know what the hell they were talking about on that, on that song. They were spitting. But they act like Eminem was like the first. But anyway, back to the original. I think that a, a big deal is, yeah, whatever you name this truck, that is going to be the thing. Because renaming it is probably the, the thing you don't want to do. You don't want to have to be like, let's rebrand. Your name is going to be everything. And so if you like License to Grill... If you're partial to that, you know what I'm partial to. And then I get the local, partial, check this out. I get the huh. local brewery to make me a proprietary, like my own brew. Oh, dude. A craft ale. And I'm saying that on purpose. Call it She's Crafty. Oh, that's really good. No, it's not that good, actually. I thought it was. No, it's, it sounded good it at first, but then it wasn't. Well, I think you're taking away from it. I think, I think it's good. Okay, I'll keep it. It's in there still. What else we got? Uh, let's see. I'm just looking on. Think, what do we have? What what what's the okay? What's the song list? Not, name out the song list. Your boy's gonna rattle him off though. Come on, go hit me with him. I'm looking for something that's gonna work. Let's see here. Uh, what are the, what's the track listing? I'm just going randoms. Okay. Sabotage. Hmm. Fight for your right. Okay. <laughs> uh huh. You could put you could put fight for your bite. Like you better get you line first. Fight for your bite. I like that. Yes. Okay, you're welcome. Intergalactic. That's the jet. Okay, I got to remember. We're doing one thing. How's it go? I forgot about that. I forgot about that song. <laughs> Do it again. That was my jam. <laughs> Me and Maj used to be in the car like, <laughs> Intergalactic. And then whoever mm. is at the, at the register taking the order, they have to say, so what you want. That's a good one. Intergalactic. Inter. Is there any word that rhymes with inter that you would want, that you would actually cook? Because intergalactic seems like a loss if you can't make anything out of that. Yeah, I don't think that is a big loss. Well, see, that but, is a. But now I am just. It's if I'm going full Beastie Boy theme, I don't think that's a good idea. I think you should just have license to grill and then have it be around eighty stuff. Okay. That means okay. Well then. That means you can't use a lot of good rap. But you don't have to. There's a lot of good, there's enough 80s rock that you will be able to use. You will never run out of, Duran Duran by themselves, since you're such a fan, how many songs can you make a menu out of? What if it's around like 80s hair metal like we were talking about last week? Oh, there we go. Done deal. Homemade cherry pie. Oh, come on, G. Bon Bon Jovi. Bon 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 Jovi. I like it. 
That's good. <laughs> Bark at the moon pie. What else? Oh, yeah. You know what, dude? The sweets are a thing, right? You're going to be selling sweets? What if I just did sweets? Nah, <laughs> people need, do that. They need to have a savory, too, though. That's the thing. Oh, that's true. If it's on lunch, yes. But you know, during the summer, they will like those ice creams. But you don't, you don't even have to change She's My Cherry Pie. Just getting sued left and right from record companies. <laughs> you make a good freaking point. I know. <laughs> I was thinking about that right now. Maybe none of this is going to work whatsoever. No, it will because you can do, because uh, remember. Um, uh, I, can, Weird I think Al I can get away with selling cherry pie. Because Weird Al didn't need people's permission to do their songs. He did it out of sheer courtesy, to be courteous. I'm not Weird Al. Because I know, but you could do, you can do a, um, I'm making fun of something and you won't get sued. As long as you're doing something making fun of that thing and you're not using the exact words. She's my cherry pie is fairly spot on. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't call it she's my cherry pie. You can call it cheese my cherry pie. Cheese my. Nah, that would, make, that would sound racist too. Ow. Why I got to be Mexican and then say cheese my cherry pie. Oh, jeez, Louise. I didn't <laughs> think about that. Holy crap. That's racist. It'd be more like cheese my cherry pie. That's how it would Oh, you be. can say it though. You're Ramirez. <laughs> I have to talk with the accent all the time. Do you want some uh, cheese my cherry pie? Oh, yeah. You would definitely. You're, you're going to get on Instagram. People are going to be like, don't go to this racist truck. Don't go there. Gee, look, license to grill is a great idea. I'm going to put it out there. The only thing that would make you fail is if you did not do it. That's my, that's my thoughts. That's the only possible way it fails. Okay. Well, like I'm telling you, man, I'm not going to do this tomorrow. It's just been, you asked me how my day was, right? Mm-hmm. It's been on my mind. This, this leads us it. to this point. That's how I my day's it. been. That's a wonderful day. Yeah. I've been walking I'm, around I'm in a grocery store trying to get ideas. I'm very, very pumped that you brought this up. And a matter of fact, I think uh, I think it would be a very uh, sad day if it doesn't happen. Sad year. Whenever it happens, it will be sad if it doesn't happen now. Because I'm invested. You're invested. Ooh, I like that. I like the sound of that. Yeah. Emotionally. Okay. <laughs> That's a little more realistic, I think. <laughs> oh, that would be so awesome, man. So other than that. Other than the fruit truck convo, is there anything else that's been uh, rattling in your brain? Not a thing. That's it. Stuff I can't talk about just yet, but I will one day. Like Wait if I minute. get my oh, way, other stuff. What you're aware of, if I get my way, oh. I'm talking about that. Okay. I think. Should I? From your experience? No. No, I shouldn't. Okay, oh, then no. I'm not talking no, 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 about. No, no. <laughs> then that's it, man. That's all. I have a few thoughts. Gonna go see Captain Marvel tomorrow. Oh yay! That's right. I'm seeing it on Saturday. I'm seeing it three times this week. You say that often. Do I already have tickets. You say three. I know you have three tickets. I have two tickets, but I have to, I have to take the girls still. So I'm going to do that on Saturday. You do have to take the girls. They're going to lose their mind. We'll see. I'll be all bored. Oh, dude. I'm, I already know. As soon as the Marvel thing happens, I'm already in. Did you hear freaking Blades coming back? Yep. Heard it. But Snipes be- isn't involved, oh. is he? Yes, he is. For sure? Or is he going to be like an executive um, producer? I think he's going to be in, like, in there like swimwear, homie. He still looks pretty good. He looks fantastic. I think it all depends on if, like, if they can get a Michael B. Jordan to be Blade, we're good. Well, if then they, what, would, they, what would he do? He'd be his father. Blade Jr.? Yeah. Son of Blade? Son of Blade? Is that a thing? Gee, no. Should be. But 
It could be. And remember, they need, I think the reason that Blade stuck around is because A, Guillermo del Toro, obviously. Um, but also, um, or, and Goyer, David Goyer. Um, also because he was the first, he showed that you could make a dark Marvel movie and make money. And now they're finally giving him his props. They're like, without you, there is no Marvel movies. It just doesn't happen. Blade deserves his props. I want to see it yeah. modernized. I don't, I think, I don't think they do, I don't think they should do it without Guillermo del Toro. I think he's the one that should do it. Well, what's Guillermo think about this? Um, I think that he is an Oscar winner now. That definitely changes things. <laughs> I do not have time for this bullshit. <laughs> exactly. But unless he's like, I can make this scary. And he can. So I, I would love to see it. I think, again, here's my guess. I guess it's going to happen, but it's not going to happen this year, obviously. And even if they could do it, they wouldn't do it this year because you're not going to want to compete with Captain Marvel and Endgame. I would even put it up against any DC movie. Oh, put it up against that. That's not saying anything. I mean, after Aquaman, it is. Mm, I guess. <laughs> I mean, if, if, I you guess. Put him up against, if you put him up against Momoa, I think that'll say something. And I think here's what I'm, I'm going to go so far as Marvel's so dope. That if they, they know how to make trailers, that they could maybe take away from Aquaman's uh, box office if they do Blade right. People would go see Blade. Oh, for sure. Especially now. Like, oh, dude. Now? And especially if they don't let people know Snipes is in it and he just shows up. Shows up on the stinger? Dude. Dude. If they even don't even say what the movie is and they just zoom in on a guy with a haircut. I'm losing my mind then. <laughs> if they don't even put Blade, it just says a Marvel flip and we see Blade's haircut and it zooms in yeah, on it yeah. and then it goes to black. What if it's just I like, would... how are we going to get out of this mess? And then you just see like the back of his head. That's all you Dude. see. You don't see the coat. You don't see anything. You just see the back of his head all flat top like that and just says, maybe G. I can help. And then it just goes G. black. Come on. G. Like if they, here's what they do. Like they started as a horror movie where vampires are taking over the nation. It's like, oh, this is going to be a horror movie. And they're like, it shows some some head vampire but like finally we've won, and they're like there's no one that could stop us, and they just zoom in on Blade. Gee, I will run out of that theater, and probably not see the movie I paid for. I'd just be too pumped. What if you just I'm see done. Wesley's hand pick up the sunglasses. Gee, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving. Dan, do you understand how dope that commercial... If they play that at Comic-Con, how crazy does that crowd go? Crazy, insane. Insane and crazy. Do you crazy. think so? Oh, yeah. Crazy, insane, or he's straight crazy. When I say Hussein, you say Shay. That was, that's one of my lines, G. That is one of my favorite lines from him. Um, oh, so check it out, G. I have a thought. I want to know what your thoughts on my next... I'm going to get these whiteboard thoughts out of the way, okay? All right, let's do it. They're done. Okay, number one. Target is the YouTube of superstores. How do you figure? Check it out. When I go onto YouTube and I'm like, I'm going to look up how to fix a sink. Oh, what's that on the side? How to, what do sinks, how much do sinks cost? Oh, what's that next? Best car crashes. Oh, what's that next? Most gruesome. The, and next thing you know, you're in the rabbit hole. Yeah. I go to Target. I'm like, I'm going to buy a sponge. And you walk down the aisle. You're like, hey, what's this? And then you pick that up. Oh, didn't know I needed this. Next thing you know, you walk out with like a rabbit cage, a freaking trench coat. And you're like, why did I buy this? Because Target is the YouTube of stores. 
you go down a target rabbit hole. And I don't know how they do it, but I promise you, you do not leave target with what you planned on buying. I kind of make it a point to never just go into target for no reason. Cause I'm always going to walk out with something always. But what if you go in just for one thing? You won't do that either, huh? Yeah, I will. <laughs> but I know, but I, I think there's a lot of people out there that do exactly what you're saying. Not me. You know, I'm a um, stick and move uh, kind of guy. Get me the hell out of the store as quickly as possible. I have a book called uh, Predictably Irrational. Mm-hmm. And it's about, um, it's a guy who specializes. He's the one that does like where you put targets. He gets hired to put like where they put target things at, like their products in what line site. And it's called behavioral, behavioral marketing. And he tells us how predictable we are. And it's a great book, dude. He's like, oh, I know. I've said it on the podcast before. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm going to rehash it. One of the stories he tells is, it's my job to know that if I put a um, if I put a suit on a stand, and that suit is five hundred dollars, and down the street a mile there's a suit that's four hundred ninety four dollars, you're not going to go down the street to get it. But if I put a pin that's seven dollars, and down the street there's a pin that the same pin for one dollar. For that same six to five dollars, you will go down the street because you think it's a different six dollars. They're like, no, you're saving six dollars either way. But I know what monetary value you're going to be like, I won't go down the street for that. He's like, it's the same six dollars. I just trick you into staying in the store. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, no, dude. Have I been? He's like, oh, no, I know what the difference between nine ninety nine and nine ninety three is. Like, I know which one you're going to buy and I know where to put it in your eyesight to make you buy it. And he did Target. (laughs) And Target works. It's I didn't know it was a science, but he's like, I'm gonna write this book to tell you how much of a science it is that I do. You walk out of Target with more than you need because of me. That is insane. He's like, yeah, I'm the guy. I'm the guy that did this to you. But um, that's my first idea. And you do you said you kind of agree? Yeah, I totally agree. Okay. I th- and I don't know if I said this on the podcast before, but my second thought is. There's no, I think I've said this, but either way, we're rehashing it because I'm, I'm wiping these things off. These are the, this is the last one. Okay. Um, there's no gorgeous, sexy way for men to take off their pants. <laughs> like when I'm in the gym and I'm taking off my jeans, I look like a freaking idiot every time. And when I watch movies, women take off their pants. It looks gorgeous. But me, I look like a freaking squirming moron taking off my jeans. Do you have one like, leg that pulls inside out when you take it off? Yes, it's all. In, but the thing is, <laughs> all too. of us do. I don't know all why. of us look crazy in the locker room, and I'm like, oh, men can't take off their clothes in a sexy way. Their pants. You can take off your shirt in a sexy way, but when it gets to the pants, you can't do it. You can't do it unless you let them fall. I think you probably and, you'd be good till about mid thigh. Bingo. That's where it gets weird. And that's when it gets awkward. Because yes. then you got to stand on one leg. Bingo. And if you don't have good balance, then you, now you're all you're over tripping the place. everywhere. Yeah. And it made me feel so good when I, the, a guy I was talking to, he was taking off his pants too. And I'm like, oh, cool. We're both dummy. I, didn't, I thought it was just me. That's what, you, that's what I would have done. You should have asked him in the locker room, hey, do you think there's a sexy way to take off your pants? Oh, he would have been like, you are now. <laughs> he didn't say anything. He just scoots over about four feet. You know, it's funny. There are people in the gym that I would ask that to and they would consider where it's coming from and be like, oh, he would ask this question. 
and they'd have to think about it. And I guarantee on the way home, they'd be like, you know what? There isn't a set because I didn't think about it until I tried to. And I'm like, oh, you can't. I looked in the mirror in the gym and I was like, oh, I look ridiculous regardless, which is why next time when I'm with a woman, I'm going to make sure that I'm in my drawers before she's able to peep me getting undressed. Then you just let him take drop, off the shirt, drop her on your ankles. Boom. Huh? You just let him drop her on your ankles. Your drawers. Um, oh, that's it. You know, I normally keep my drawers on. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Just keep adding to it, but we're not going there today. <laughs> You've given us enough fodder for, like, that took away three weeks of our normal show. We're done. I'm fucking done. I just pull out my member and my, my twig and berries, yeah. and that's it. That's what I do. Yeah. I used to keep my shirt on, too. And socks. Socks now, are a thing. Now you've drawn, now you've gone too far. But the thing is, why keep socks? Why why do you take your socks off? Because it looks weird. Your why would they look at your feet and be like, why are your socks on? It just looks it just seems weird. That's weird. Off the if the woman was like, why are your socks on? I'd be like, why are you so weird? How did you even know that? Are you looking at my socks? Are you a feet person? <laughs> Maybe she is. That's true. If she's You're a gonna person, deny her? No, I would take off my socks then. But it would be like, oh, that's weird. So you know how there's guys, a lot of guys that are feet fetish people? Do you think there's just as many women that are feet fetish people? Foot fetishes? You know, that's an interesting, that's a very interesting thing because I've I've just realized that there are women that are butt people. I did I didn't even I didn't even didn't cross my mind until recently. This is a new thing for you. I mean, I here's the thing. I never thought about it. That's just it. I never was like, I thought. When, like in my brain, being that I never talked to, obviously I never talked to my sister about these crazy things. Um, I was just like, oh, women, I, I, I thought arms and biceps and chest and abs. They're like, no, I'm a butt person. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. That's weird, man. Huh. That you don't know you don't that. Think, you, you, you don't, so you, you think more women, you think there's an equal amount of women that are butt people as bicep and chest people? Yeah, for sure. That's cool. That's good to know. Even though, you know, I'm both. Yeah, feel me. I'm good either way. But, you know, as I think it's a, I think I just never talked to women about that subject. And now that I'm really, 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 really getting in depth with certain people that I probably shouldn't be talking to. Dude. <laughs> anyway, I was like, oh, this is a big thing. And it's great to know that, uh, to hear what um, women want from, there, well, at least what some women want from them saying, "Oh no, this is generally what me and my homegirls dig," and I'm like, "Oh, so there's a lot of butt people." But like, yeah, yeah, we like that. I'm like, "Oh, that's interesting." <laughs> I always thought that the, if you have nice arms, that's like a that's it. That's oh. all you need. Well, nice arms and a you know a good strong jawline, you know that whole that whole shabago. But I never thought which which is baffling because a lot of dudes I know wear like baggy like baggier pants. And so I'm like, well, so they just women just have to guess, I guess. They have to be like, well, hopefully, it looks good. That's interesting. Like I don't know, I know like what I like. I'm like I have to see some sort of semblance of what it looks like. But yeah, I didn't. I, I how did you know that there was a lot of butt women, Dan? Just, I don't know. I have women friends. I haven't had these conversations for a while, but yeah, just from, it's not like this thing just popped up, bro. 
Okay, I got a question for you. Uh-huh. And you don't have to answer this. Okay. You really don't. Wait a minute. This is really foreshadow. What's up? Um, is Gail a butt person? I would I would think so. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. And she She likes my derriere. Oh. Is that what brought her to you? I don't really know what did, to be honest with you. Wow, now that's a conversation. Yeah, I don't really? even know. I really don't. Like, I I don't get it. I think because, like, when she was younger, I remember her saying, I'm a fan of the underdog. <laughs> and I think that maybe wow. maybe that's what it was. She's like, look at this poor bastard. That's a really good question. Because you've well, seen you know, what I looked like yeah. back then. That's when I met her. That is so interesting. Yeah. Crazy, right? But you maybe she's a chess person, too. Shut up. <laughs> Gee, I'm not I'm not gonna even say why that's would be. I'm just saying maybe she's a chess person. You're crazy. That's man. all. You're, I'm saying okay. you, I hear you. Loud maybe and clear. She's that. And arm. You do, do you think you have nice what is your Dan, what do you think are your prize body parts? Hey, you can't talk about it on the show. <laughs> Other than that. I'm just kidding. Um, if you're walking, they'd be like, this is what I'm like, this is my prize. These days? Yes. I don't know. It feels weird. I don't know. <laughs> he's a hell of a, he's a great conversationalist. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Why does it feel weird? Like when I used to work out all the time and stuff, I would say probably yeah. my arms and my shoulders. It sounds really weird to say, but that's what I was complimented on. Uh huh. And my chest at one point. I told you, G. But then never, not once ever, ever has someone said what you say. Okay, but that's the same thing. No, it's not. It is. It's really not. And but so you don't think you have good arms and shoulders anymore? I think they could be better. I'm working but on it. But you still that's a good thing. I'm dude. working on it. <laughs> that's a really good thing. It's good that you uh the, the dope thing is that you're like, hey, I want to I want to get back to where I was back in the day. Yeah, I'm nowhere near that. Ever since my shoulder surgeries, man, it's been hard. Hmm. I just, I, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to belabor the issue, but I'm very shocked that you knew that women, a lot of women are butt people. That's that surprises. That's really not that shocking. For you to know, it is. For me to know? Yes. That's very shocking. Okay, Doctor since you're so no, because since you're so in <laughs> tune with women. No, it's just like you're not the person that would get into that conversation in my brain. Why? You're because you're kind of like straight laced. I'm more the person to be like at risk of saying something off the wall. I think I'm more chill now than I was back then. Believe oh, me. Oh, you've man. known this for a while. Believe me, I have to sort of mute myself a lot. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but it's called what self. Did, it's just self control. You just don't say things ha- all the time. We're gonna have to talk about this with, with an open. I, you know what? I know a friend that would come on here and talk about. You this know, stuff. I think this weekend there's a really good oh. chance that we're gonna get a lot of these questions and, and opinions answered. <laughs> I'm really looking forward I, to this weekend, Bruh, You're gonna see a different Steve this weekend. I don't even know what that means. Is that good or bad? I'm gonna be chill. No, I mean I'm not gonna go crazy. Like, are you crazy? Like, if any sort of weird conversation, I am shutting down. There's no way I'm talking like this. Why? It isn't like people are listening. It's not like those same people aren't listening right now. I know, but they're not here. But they're going to be. I know, and we're going to be like, Who are we talking about, you guys? I don't know. We'll see. Guess we'll see. I'm just going to be like, how do you like uh, Captain Marvel? Good movie, huh? I thought that Captain Marvel was very, uh, showed a very strong, uh, womanly persona. (laughs) I am uh, a Beastie Boy fan. As of that day. What the hell is that? See, what's that mean? <laughs> what does that even mean? 
What does that mean? Nothing. Uh huh. <laughs> oh man! What are you doing over there? Nothing. I'm sorry. I I, I can't be a um, NWA fan that day. I got to be Beastie Boys. I'll be more Beastie Boys than NWA. Right now, I'm, I'm way more. Right now, I'm more Cube Predator. I haven't gone crazy. The last few Babadook episodes, I've been NWA. Mm, I don't think you've been NWA. I haven't gone. You all were the more way. like. Oh God! What's his name? Is it, was it Jermaine Dupree? What's his name? No, not Jermaine. Heck Dupree. no! No, Jermaine. I do like Money Ain't a Thing. No, Money Ain't a Thing used to be my jam. I, I think I'm saying the name wrong. Jermaine Dupree? No, it's not Jermaine Dupree. Jermaine Stewart. That's who you are. Who's that? We don't have to take our clothes off to have a good time. Oh my God! <laughs> oh my God! Are you crazy? I thought I went a little bit overboard. For you. I did. I went a little bit overboard. I was like, you know, I don't want to. And again, this weekend is going to be way. We're going to talk movies, bro. All right, ladies, if you're listening, uh-uh. do not let this guy hold back. Oh, no, 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 no. No, you're going to ruin the show if you do that. That's not true. People don't want to hear that madness. They want to hear what did we think about Captain Marvel yeah, this week? We've been talking about that stuff so much lately. Look, the Babadook is a thing, too, by the way. As in, like, I can't see that movie without thinking of it now. Like that person, it really, it's like, whew. Oh, you've blended them together? Oh, yeah, I got to be more careful. Every (laughs) time I see it, I'm like, oh, I got to be more careful about life. (laughs) I really do. That movie means something totally different. That movie could mean that in my brain when I watch it now. to you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what we've learned this show is that Dan's going to start a food truck. That's what I've taken away from it. Yeah. Steve doesn't know that women... Liked butts. No, didn't know. Didn't know. I didn't. No, no, no. I knew women. Some women did. I didn't. Th- I think it was a huge swath of women that just like, no, I'm just a butt person. I'm like, oh, well, that's awesome. Wait, are you saying strictly butt? That's it. Yeah. No, I don't think mm-hmm. women think that way. You see, that's what I thought. You're wrong. You're very. That's wrong. it. That's just all. Uh. Like they're like, if you know what? Cute, Actually, I'll yeah. change. I'll change that because that's a, sort of an ignorant statement. You know what? Probably. Why not? Yep. There's guys that's, that are that, just like, I'm just into butts. That's it. So I get it. Exactly. That's why I was just like, oh, of course you would be too. I thought you if were saying like, yeah. that you didn't know women liked butts. Oh no, no, I knew that, but I didn't know that they were like there. I, I mean, now it seems silly not to know, but they're like, yeah, there's a bunch of women. That's, that's what their thing is. That's it. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. That's really nifty. Good to know. Gabrielle. You know. Oh, my God. Gabrielle Union's a butt person. <laughs> she likes to feast you know on the dis- booty. Gee, do you know how disappointing that is still to this day? Nope. Gee, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she was it. I say you should encourage. You know what I mean? Like, chase your dreams, like we were talking about. Chase your dreams. You know what's funny? I I know you're... Here's, what, here, here's the funny part. Let me tell you how... Okay. Say you had a, a girlfriend that you're very close to. Okay. Right? And for are you a, like germaphobe or no? Come on. <laughs> no. <laughs> so if like a friend of yours that you're really close to, a female friend, uh-huh. is like, hey, taste my chicken, like you would some you would eat it off the fork sometimes. Yeah. Now, if she told you that that was her thing, would you then eat meat off her fork? That guy's eating meat off of her fork is her thing? No, that 
her doing the Gabrielle thing was her thing. Would you then eat meat off her fork? Uh, depends on if she had just done her thing. She did. Like she no, she just <laughs> no. She I like step away to the bathroom and then like hug someone on the way out. Some dude. No, <laughs> I probably would. In general, that's her thing. Yeah, I think I would. Wow, you're a soldier. <laughs> <laughs> you think, dude? It ain't like people walking around with doo doo on their breath all day. Oh, gee, your boy ain't doing it, dog. <laughs> I think I would have to like know the person, like. Do you yes. know what I'm saying? Not like I have to yes. know. I have to know anyone that I'm going to eat off their fork, obviously. But I'm talking about like you know, really know the person to be like, well, this I one's mean, in this yeah. freaky shit. So yeah, I don't think yes. I'm going to. I wouldn't do it just for anyone. I know, but if you're really close friends, it wouldn't bother you at all. Probably not. You're a G. <laughs> it just depends. She got a bunch of cold sores all over her lips and shit. No, she's fine. Totally. She's just like this is what I do to my man all the time. Yeah, I think I probably would. You're a G. I think. <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those things I'm going to have to. Well, maybe I'm probably never going to be in that situation. But You will never be in that situation, yeah. Jay. Then again, have you ever eaten off someone's fork in the last 10 years? You might have been in that situation. It's true. And I have. G, it's over. Hey, you know what? I think when I start dating somebody, I'm going to be like, I prefer you not to eat off someone else's fork. Sounds about right. I'll be like, you know, <laughs> it's just a little weird. Like if you're out and about. And they're like, hey, I saw your girl. She was eating off some dude's fork. I'll be like, that's weird. Well, man. now that I know that people clean their, their forks with spit. Listen. Maybe I'll change right. it up a little bit. Okay, here's the problem with that, though. It works. For you. It works in general. How? Because it, if I spit on a fork and wipe it off, mm -hmm. I bet you there's less stuff on it than before I, well, well obviously, instead of, except for my DNA. But like dirt, dirt would be, it would be a cleaner fork. After I spit and wiped it off. For you. For you. Well, no one's going to be sharing my fork, Jay. I don't let people share my fork. Yeah, but you wanted me to share your fries. Wow, you're very right. Didn't think about it that way. Cross-contamination. Yeah, kind of. Hey, can you hear all this banging and stuff going on? No, I can't hear anything. Like, it's really windy right now over here. And I have, like, panels that are f not flying off my roof, but shit that's lifting up. There are. It is windy over here. Dude, this climate change. Gee, we're about to get... You know we got tornado. We had tornadoes up on Academy. Yeah. Yeah. Did I tell you about the time I think I was in a tornado? Oh, dude. Why didn't you <laughs> lead with Or this? near a tornado? <laughs> <laughs> why didn't you lead? No, you have not, Dan. Please continue. This was about... Ah, it must have been 20 years ago, man. I was on my lunch break. And it was actually on this part of town... It was pouring rain. It started hailing. Mm -hmm. And I used to drive a Geo Storm. So those little things, so that's how long ago it was. So, oh, like the movie was based on. Yeah, exactly that. And okay. uh, it was a very compact little car, you know, but I'm in this mm -hmm. car, dude. And the thing just starts going, <laughs> like the whole thing is shaking. I've, it was rain like I've never seen before. Hail like I've never seen before. Wind like I'd never seen before. And, uh, and then it just disappeared. It just all stopped. So I was like, what the hell was that? And I just kept driving. And then on the radio, it said that a, a tornado or a funnel cloud, as they called it, had touched down right where I was. Oh, you went through a tornado? Yeah, thing. or it was near it, really, really close to it. But yeah, it was pretty crazy. Dude, that's crazy. You went through the eye of the storm and came out the other side. I lived to tell about it. It wasn't very exciting. It was just like, holy shit, what is going on? And my car was shaking. Like I thought my car was shaking so bad, I thought glass was going to break. Would you say that's the craziest thing you've ever experienced? 
Uh, no, but we can't talk about them kind of things, Steve. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> I'm saying other than like your kids being born, uh-huh. things with family. Is that the craziest, like torn- driving through a tornado is probably the craziest thing you've done. It's up there. That's insane. I wasn't driving through a tornado. I was at a stoplight and then it just suddenly was on me. Oh, so it, it or near went me. I think it's probably you. near me, not on me. Because I think that isn't it like if you get in the middle of those things, it just kind of demolishes everything. If you're in the middle, it's like it's, it's hypothetically, it's supposed to be very, very uh, peaceful because you're in the eye of the storm. I don't know, man. I was near it or around it or possibly in it, but it was crazy. And that's like a not even a like a super one either. No. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. It was kind of scary, but I didn't know what was happening. It, it all happened so fast. It was more of a what the hell is going on kind of thing. And then once it took off and I heard on the news what had just happened, I'm like, holy shit, I was in that. Gee, that is in, that's an insane story. And the thing is, here's the problem with California. We're not ready for that sort of thing. When it comes, it's going to destroy everything because our houses aren't built for that. Yeah. Now, you know what that is? That You said the magic word. That's a very California crazy story. People deal with this <sighs> shit in the Midwest all the time. Yeah, but they think uh, they they think um, earthquakes are crazy. That's true, and I don't think they're crazy at all. Unless you're on the Bay Bridge and you're like 20 years ago. Have you been in an earthquake before, or have you ever been, like felt it and go, "Oh my God, we're having an earthquake"? Uh, about twice, yeah. Yeah, me too. Pretty crazy. Nothing too nutty. A little crazy though. I thought I had um, that. I thought I was getting dizzy. I thought I was about to faint because um, like my it started kind of wait. It wasn't like a shake. It felt like my body was waving. And I was like, oh, I think I must have eaten something wrong because I'm about to faint. And then it just went back to normal. And that's when I looked up and everything was swinging. I was like, oh. But my body tried to make sense of it. They're like, oh, I think we're about to faint. Okay, good good deal. We're about to faint. It's not going to be a problem. But then it just stopped. I'm like, oh, earthquake. Okay. Earthquake. Yeah. And then the other one, I was in my bed. And it wasn't a big deal. My thing is I ran out to the uh, to the living room because they said sometimes when an earthquake happens, it will crack your walls, like mess with the foundation. And I just looked at my living room and everything was fine. You live to talk about it too, man. See? That's not a big deal. You've been through it. Not really. I don't think that that was the... One day I'll tell the story about how I di- almost died in a snowstorm. That was crazy. Me and Maj. And Maj literally was like, Daddy, are we okay? And I had to lie to him. How long is the story? It's about an hour. It's literally, it was, okay, I'm about to go even crazy. It was so crazy of a story, I wrote a movie script about it. (laughs) Yet one more thing I don't know about you. Okay, now here's the real question. Yes. How long were you, were you stuck in the snow? I was stuck in the snow for five hours, yes. For five hours. And you wrote a movie five about hours. it. Yes. Because I thought it was over. I had to look at my son and say, everything's okay. And it wasn't. It was not okay. So, And it was right by, and it was in the uh, like Sierra Nevadas. And how stuck were you? Um, I didn't have snow chains. And it started pouring snow. And how high did it get? Um, I don't know how high it went. But I know that there was a point where I went... I started going up a hill and I looked in the distance and I was like, hey, Maj, look at that mountain with all the mist on top of it, trying to make light of it. And then I realized that's where we're going. And so we started climbing this mountain and it got into like mist. I'm like, 
this is clouds. This is not good. And the cop that let me go down this side, because what happened was, I'm only going to give the beginning. I was leaving Reno and there was a storm warning or a, a, a snowstorm warning. I was like, oh, I'm fine. And then all of a sudden you see this huge line of semi trucks. And so I drive up to a cop and I'm like, hey, policeman, <laughs> uh, what? I'm just going to have to wait here. He's like, yeah, you're going to have to wait here. And it could be, you might want to just go back to Reno because I don't think we're going to let you through. He said, but you know what? And he talked on his radio. He's like, you can go through this sideways. It's a five-hour detour. And he opened a gate that had a side road or there was a side gate that had a side road. So I was like, I'll just take the five-hour detour. And I drove down the gate. And right when I was looking, I looked up in my rearview minute, mirror and saw him running toward the gate and closing it. Maybe he was like said, a racist oh, cop. Dude, I don't know. But I think he just got a call saying, hey, don't let anybody through that freaking gate anymore. And he ran and closed it. Hey, Sergeant, I got me a couple of them African-Americans in this car. Here. Where you, <laughs> One of them looks real high yellow. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, and from there, it was just a freaking horror story. A horror story. Dude. It was the closest to death that I knew. Did you have food? No. Did you have water? No. Do you have to go to the bathroom at any point in time? Uh, yes, but I just held it. And what was Maj doing? He just was like, he'd look, he kept on looking at me and saying, Daddy, are we okay? How old was he? Four. Oh, wow. He, and the funny thing is, he, I wasn't acting like anything was weird. I was listening to Smodcast. Like everything was normal. And he said, Daddy. And I looked back. I was like, yeah. He's like, are we okay? I said, oh, he even can tell something is wrong. And I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the higher I got, the more. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you talking that way, Daddy? I don't know. Oh man. Yeah, so I'll tell you that story. It was a uh, and the funny thing is I still have the script, but I'm just like, I'm never gonna do anything with this. Because in the script, it turns out um before I went through that gate, I got into a car accident. So the cop wasn't even a real thing. What? Yeah, like in the script at the end, it turned out I got into a car accident and I was just in a coma. Oh, I thought never mind. But gotcha. I thought he I'm had just you. taken me on a side gate. And I chose to go down this gate. So was the cop a metaphor for hell or something? Yes. Yes. Oh. And and through this gate, I had I ran into a uh, this beast, and I was scared of this beast. And this beast was like, "Do you want to live or die?" And I'm like, "I want to live." And he's like, "Well, then keep on driving." Let's make this movie. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> the beast was scary. Like it was a wolf-like creature. I keep on seeing. And he, yeah, exactly. And he banged my car and it twisted over and he ripped me out of the car and he's like, and he put me on the ground and he was drooling on me. And he was like, do you want to live? And I'm like, don't kill me. Don't kill me. He's like, do you want to live? And I'm like, yes, I want to live. And he's like, then live and just disappeared. And I was like, I guess I got to, now I got to walk through this storm with my son. So he was just, an, then, <laughs> he was just an inquisitive wolf monster. I'm just curious if you wanted to live. Oh, you do? Exactly. Okay, do you want to live or not? I'm like, and then finally when I woke up, like at the end, when I woke up, I realized that, you know, the, I was like, what happened? He's like, oh, you were just, 
And like through the whole series, like literally, it was like a fantasy land. I ran into trolls, these evil things. <laughs> like everything was terrible. And it, there was a point where I just sat down in the snow and I was like, oh no, I'm done. Just kill me then. I can't do any more. Every around every corner, there's a crazy monstrous thing. I can't do this. And then I run into the beast again. He's like, so you don't want to live. I'm like, yes, I freaking want to live. He's like, well, then keep on moving. I was like, okay. Because the thing in is my brain is. He sounded like a very helpful beast. Yeah. He, the thing is, he's like, I'm the scariest thing in your brain, right? And you just got drooled on by me. So all this stuff should be cake. It was actually a deep movie. <laughs> like, he's like, I am literally the scariest thing in your brain. And you're fine. What if I, beast? can I ask you something? Yeah. What if I volunteer my services and I'll do the filming? And we make this movie. A Heroes of Noise production. That would be really funny, dude. I'm serious. Seriously? Yeah, why not? That would be freaking interesting. Let's dude. do it. You want to know another movie idea, though? Yeah. That I wrote? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Never um, stop talking. Okay, so there's a, uh, it's a really cool idea where it's just like, okay, there's a guy. And all the guy's duty is to, like, it starts, the movie starts with a guy. Um, he has a... Apparently, this is not his wife. And he's very nervous and very bumbling. And he's cheating, right? And, uh, and he's like, oh, crap. And he turns out, oh, crap, I went to the wrong or hotel. And oh, no. And as soon as he walks into the hotel, the girl is just like, hello. Or no, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's with his actual wife, okay? Mm -hmm. A guy walks into his wife and he realizes that he's going to a hotel that he actually cheated with his mistress on. And so he's like, oh, no, this hotel's going to remember me. And as soon as he walked into like, Hi, Mr. Such and Such. Is this your beautiful wife you were talking about? He's like, uh, yeah. He's like, oh, your room's ready upstairs. Later on, we find out that he had hired a guy that actually is a professional person that makes all the cheating perfect. Like, I, my job is to make sure that you get away with cheating. I arrange everything. You'll never get caught. So one day, he's arranging for a guy to cheat on his wife. He sees the wife and falls for the wife, the guy that's facilitating the cheating. And it's about him being like, I can't do this. I'm supposed to be helping this guy cheat on his wife, but his wife is perfect. I thought it would be like, oh, that's fun. I was like that. And that's an easier for me that was easier to write. Cause I'm like, yeah, what happens if you, cause I always like, I bet you I could help somebody get away with cheating. But I'm like, but what if I meet their actual wife? And I'm like, why are you cheating on this awesome woman? Like she's perfect. What are you doing? And I'm like, well, what would I do in that situation? I wrote a movie, I wrote a movie about it. That's not Hitch, is it? No, that's what I thought it was. Hitch is literally him trying to get a woman. This is just a guy that's a sleazeball. He's like, no, I will make sure that you cheat perfectly. You'll get away with cheating with every woman ever. And he, that's kind of sleazy. But when you see a, and the reason that he does this is because, you know, obviously he's like, I've been screwed over through my whole life. I've never, you know, I got a divorce. She took me for everything I was worth. So I'm like, I'm going to make sure that every guy does their wife in. But then he meets the perfect woman. He was like, well, do I, you can either A, make sure that she catches him <laughs> and literally put your whole life on the line. Or you could be like, no, you know what? I'm, my job is to make sure that he gets away with this cheating. I forgot what I ended up having it do. What was the name of the movie? I didn't name it. I just literally, when I have a movie idea, I just sit down and just write it. I feel like Jennifer Lopez should be in it. You know, it's funny, dude. I, in my brain, I was just like, um, I didn't know who would be in it, but the only reason I started writing it is because I remember Kevin Smith was like, don't ever second guess. 
If you have an idea, write it down because it's going to be gone. I promise you this. You are not going to have the same idea. So just start writing the movie. And he's like, one day you might film it. Who knows what could happen? This could you be just film this movie and it's a little independent movie. And next thing you know, you're like, what am I doing at Cannes? Like, why am I here? Like, yeah, people liked your movie. That's why you're here. I just and offered just, you my services, man. Dude, we could totally do it. We should. And you know what's funny? I like the we snow actually, one better. Just because we The can snow go. one is just too much. It's the only thing with the snow one. Now we're actually talking about it. Um, it's just too much special effects. Whereas the the um the cheating one could either A be a short, B, there's no special effects, C it's not a problem to actually rent out certain hotels. Like they let you film in like you can call Fresno's film and they're like, yeah, you can film in uh, Piccadilly or whatever. Whereas it's hard to do special effects, G. especially believable snow. That is freaking hard. We could go to the snow. But how do we do the wolf? We just call you guys from Monster Project. Look, look you know what's funny, dude? <laughs> that actually is a really good idea. I wonder how much it is per second. I bet you it's some astronomical amount. I'll be like, what? Like, yeah, per second on screen, it's $4,000. What do we just hire a really hairy dude? You know what? I'm hairy. What? From the neck down, I am very hairy, dude. I don't believe it. I have to shave myself. I'm dead set. One time, I went to help a friend of mine move, and a buddy was like, look at the werewolf, because I had a tank top on. <laughs> and my whole shoulder's hairy. Everything is hairy. You got hair on your shoulders, G? Yes, I do. So how do I you... You shave, how do you shave your shoulders? I shave my shoulders. Do you have someone help you? I, no, I have a clipper. I have clippers. So do you always have stubble? Uh, no. It's like soft hair. But it's like, it's like the hair that's on those face of those wolf kids. It's that sort of hair. <laughs> <laughs> is it gray? Hyper, what is it? Hyper trichinosis? Crazy um, trigonomics? I don't know. Is it, uh, do you have, do you have gray hair? I do not. I do not have gray hair. So it's not gray furry. No, it's just literally hairy. Ah, okay. I'm Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> Harry and the Hudsons. <laughs> yes. Dude, we should totally, you know what? One, we should film something one day. We, we should. should film a short. Seriously. We should film a short. I know I'm dead serious because I mean, I'm sure Jeffrey, 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 I'm sure he would help. There we go. See? And he, you know, he, he, twi he tweeted me this week. I said he listened. Great. Great. Hey, if y'all have ever heard an idea like the one that I have about the cheater, let me know so that I don't end up getting sued one day. But uh, let me know. I know the one that me dying in the freaking wilderness is has not been done. <laughs> I think we should go with that. But we'd have to get, like I said, we'd have to get a um, somebody that's really good at special effects. Because I've seen prime uh, uh, some of these werewolf that werewolf on the monster project he was dope mm -hmm. he would be who i use yeah but i'm saying the <laughs> only the werewolf you admit the werewolf look good though sure you don't think the werewolf look no, good no, that's fine <laughs> freaking dad it was fine freaking it was dad. fine it was very enjoyable ladies and gentlemen Here's a part of the show that Dan does so well so amazingly i do miss the pause but he's going to tell you how to get in touch with us hand me your business dan Okay, 
Why not? What's up, everybody? My name is Dan. Welcome to the show. Uh, it's kind of the middle of the show, but we're still here. If you want to get in touch with us, if you want to talk about all these grilling ideas I have, the lunch truck, Steve's craziness, uh, the snowstorm, the snow monster, whatever, hit us up at Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. Ladies and gents, Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at Heroes of Noise. Hit me up, Dan, at DanQPublic. Get my buddy Steve at at S-E underscore Hudson Music. Go to Facebook. Go to Instagram. It's all there. Want to know how to get there? Sure. Go to our website, www.heroesofnoise.com, and hit us up there and do everything you need to do, including, ladies and gentlemen, leaving us voicemails. You guys have been slacking. That's okay. I forgive you. We've been slacking. We haven't been doing the normal thing we normally do, but I think you've been enjoying it. Other than that... Make sure you subscribe to the show. Make sure you tell your friends about us. And please, ladies and gentlemen, we're almost done with this. Vote for us in the My Roadcast competition. How do you do that? It's all on the webpage. That's how you do it, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to re- we're gonna appreciate you for that. At least I will. I don't know about Steve, but I know I'm going to. Steve's that way. He's kind of weird. Anyway, I'm going to turn it back to him so you can I can prove exactly what I'm talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, back to the one, the only, Steve Hudson. So I saw Alita, Dan. I was like, I I love Robert Rodriguez. Now it did worry me. <laughs> I love James Cameron too, but when he's like, no, I want you to do the thing that I do instead of doing this quick shooting a movie thing, do what I do. And so Robert Rodriguez did what James Cameron does, which is take forever on a movie. And this is what came out. And I'm gonna tell you what, dude. Here's my my view on Alito Battle Angel. Everyone thought it would make nothing on the opening weekend. It did 30 mil. 30 mil ain't bad. Ain't 30 too mil is a, is, that ain't too shabby. Now it's crossed into the 200 and some change because people were like, um, we're not going to tell you how it ends, but people were like, well, I would sure like to see another one. And when they were worried after the first weekend, now they're not worried anymore. They're not worried anymore. I loved Alito Battle Angel. Mind you, um, some things got on my nerves about how she was acting, but talking to Dan... Um, I actually, I'd still need to talk to you about it. Cause there are some things that maybe someone had told me that maybe teen girls do that. I just didn't know they did when they're really into somebody. I didn't know that was a thing, but other than that, I really liked the fight scenes were amazing. There was a certain point I had to remind myself. This is a CGI character. Yeah. Dude. This isn't a real person. This is a CGI person. And I was like, Oh, the fact that that even happened in my brain shows how much I like this movie. I liked it, dude. On that subject, man. Okay, you know how her eyes are extra big, so people don't just look yes. like that, right? If you were to take that yeah. out, it's really close. I think we're closer than we've ever been, which is kind of goes without saying. Oh, yes. I mean, as we get more and more progressed in our technology, it just keeps getting better and better. But I was sold, dude. Like, honestly, I didn't even think about the eyes anymore. I really love the shit out of this movie, first of all. I know it kind of got yeah. some... If you notice it had some mixed, like some people didn't like it. And I don't, I think it's going to be that way for everything, but yes. I loved it. I was fully entertained the entire time. Yeah, there's a few corny moments. It had that YA thing going on with uh, her love interest. And, you know, God, it's been so long. I'm trying to remember all the characters' names and everything. But um, what was that kid's name? Hugo? Is that the kid? The, her, her boyfriend? Her boyfriend was Hugo, right? I, sounds Hugo. Sounds like Hugo. He looked like Scott Stapp from Creed a little bit with that leather jacket and stuff. You think so? I, I think a little he, saw, bit. he looked like I think he looked like a member of Menudo. He looked like Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin was a handsome fella. He was a handsome fella. He still is. He's a good looking guy. Haven't seen him for uh, oh he, he was an, he's an actor now huh? I'm sure he's doing yeah, all right. I used to, 
Oh, trust me. Living La Vida Loca, he never has to do another song in his life. It's about as realistic as you can get these days as far as like the CGI is concerned. To where it blends in yes. so nicely. You're Perfect. taking worlds that don't exist and you're creating mm-hmm. them and it looks like it blends in seamlessly. You know what I mean? The acting oh. was freaking phenomenal. You got Christoph Waltz, who I thought was doing the most on this movie. They bring back Dude. Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly doing the most in this movie. Ed it Scrine. was so good to see her. Yeah. Yes. She still pops up every now and then. I think her last venture, I remember her, was, uh, what was it, The Hulk? And there's probably been more, but that's what I remember her in, was The Hulk. Which one came first, Beautiful Mind or The Hulk? Good question. I don't remember. I think I'm going to go I remember Beautiful her from... Mind. Okay. I love I think. Beautiful Mind. I thought she was yeah. great. Now I'm going to have to look. I mean, it's right here in front of me. I guess I could probably just look real quick. But anyway, yeah, uh, she did a fantastic job. She still looks great. Fantastic. I wasn't expecting where it uh, where it went with her. That was interesting. That was yes, interesting. It was interesting. And then, uh, I mean, but, but what about your boy Ed Skrine, though? He was great. I don't, is he ever, or do you think he's just going to fall into the mode of um, Taylor Kitsch? Like, you know how they've been making, trying to make Taylor Kitsch a thing? And it just never quite happens. I've never really gotten that impression that they're trying to make Ed Skrine a star. He just shows up in things and he kicks ass in them. He was great in Deadpool. That's he was great he, in this. Totally. But it's not like it's totally. an Ed Skrine movie. No, I'm just saying I hope he doesn't fall into that. Where it's just nah. like, wow, that guy's good. I heard Michelle Rodriguez was in this movie. Michelle Rodriguez was? I didn't see her. Who was the one that played... Uh, no, I think she was. Michelle Rodriguez was in Alita Battle Angel? Hold on. What was she? I didn't know that. Yeah, she was. She was Gelda. She was uncredited. Well, then, yeah, if that makes sense. <laughs> I wouldn't have seen her. <laughs> I'm just saying. I didn't say she stole the show. I'm just saying that I her, mean, she but was who in was it. she then? Was she just a voice? Yeah, they didn't use oh, her, well, then who her the- likeness. <laughs> well, her voice was in it. <laughs> hey. That's all I said. I heard she was in it. That's all I said. I didn't, I didn't rave about it. You will never, ever, ever hear me rave about Michelle Rodriguez. I'm just making a statement. Um, I loved her in Widows. Yeah, she was cool. She was all right. You know what? Honestly, I'll say that I liked her probably best in that movie than I have in anything else. I'm not a fan of Michelle Rodriguez, but I'm not here to bash her. I'm just saying I heard I she was in it. just bashed her. But, but you know what? Rosa Salazar, though. She's a star. That girl's she, a star really right good. there. She's really good. Really good. I mean, here's the thing. There were, like, people who didn't like this movie, I've noticed that they're not really anime people anyway. And I would include myself in that. And you, so you were, um, for, I think, people that are, that don't like anime, because you don't actively dislike anime. Yeah, no, I'm not a hater on it or anything. It's just not something that I follow. It's not something that I stay on top of or, or even watch that frequently. Yeah, for people people that don't really know the look of anime, they probably were like, "Oh, this is ridiculous." But yeah, anime is supposed to be a it, it it is almost an exaggerated thing. It's like the eyes are bigger, the 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 body is skinnier. Now I have heard you know some complaints about you know now you know they made her, but she's a cyborg. What are you gonna do? But uh, a, th- a few things like there's a, like I said, the few lovey dovey parts where she's just overly into the guy. It was kind of like, OK, this is annoying. But I've also heard people be like, that's teenage girls, dude. When they're into something, they're really into something. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. OK, you were saying that you, you heard some bad reviews or something about her acting like a teenage girl. Is that what you're saying? Oh, no. For me, me, it, bother- it bothered me. Oh, OK. All right. Never. Mind. Yeah. I didn't like the whole the like she was overly into him. But people are like, no, no, no. 
when teenage girls are first in love, they're like, it's serious. I'm like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know it was like this. I'm like, oh no, they're like really into the guy. I'm like, okay. Well, then that's fair because she was super into him. <laughs> she was like legit into that cat. And he was, I thought he was a goofball. I was like, why is he into, why is she into him? But I thought that it was all the weakest part sense. of the movie. I thought that were, there were times yes. in that movie where th- like her buying into that guy is what took away from it. For instance, when she gets her big break and she's going to be in that, uh, what was it called? Motorball, oh, I believe. Yes. Geez. So she gets her big motorball break. Right. And she's getting ready. She's competing with all these people. And she just decides because what was his name again? Hugo decides that he's not going to show up because he's got shit to take care of. And then he finally oh, calls dude. around to say, I need you. She just leaves everything for him. That was that's me. the thing. But the thing is, James Cameron isn't really I don't think he's the one to write. I mean, if anyone was going to write an authentic teenage love story, I wouldn't imagine he would either. I wouldn't imagine he would be the one to do it anyway. Um, he's so far removed from it. Right. So I'm like, I get it. I get that this is what you imagine teenage girls would be, let alone someone who's bra- like, these are the first time she's feeling these feelings. So I get it. Um, but the, even most movies are not good enough for me to ignore that. This was good enough for me to be like, it's still a good movie. I would watch it again. My son liked it. He was like, that was a freaking good movie. I was like, oh, well, that's cool. Cause I didn't, I didn't know if he was going to dig it, but he was like, man, that was great. Right. I was like, I really liked it. Yeah, I went with my son, too, and we were saying the same thing. Like, I had every intention of going back the next day to see it, and for whatever reason, I just never went back to it again. But it's definitely something I'm going to watch. I think I kind of missed the boat, dude, because I think I should have seen this in IMAX. Um, We don't have an authentic IMAX. Yeah, I know you say that, but I'm just saying we have our version of IMAX, which would have been just fine for me. I mean, yeah, we have a big screen. It would have sufficed. Yes. We have a really big screen TV. That'll work. Oh, come on yeah. now. Stop it. Yeah. It's oh, no, a little bigger than a big screen TV. A little. Oh, stop it. It's like four of my TVs. I'm not going to entertain you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Maybe they changed it. Maybe they do have an authentic IMAX. When's the last I time don't, you went? Another thing, I looked for where the authentic IMAXs were. L, I think the closest one. San Francisco. That doesn't just light. Oh, yeah. How did you know that? Because I've been to it. I've been to see. I've been to the one in LA. And I was like, oh, this is ridiculous. Like, there's no way you would have to build. I mean, I've never seen anything like that before. It's ridiculous. They have a humongous theater in the Metreon in San Francisco, which is in like the, uh, I think it's the financial district is what it's called. How insane is that screen, G? Oh, it's beautiful. It is insane. And so that when they're like, no, this isn't an IMAX, it literally just licenses the name. I was like, then why would I go? See, I never heard that before. I yeah, just figured you, it was just a smaller version of an IMAX. I don't know. Like, I, I get it. It looks bigger than when I go into the other theater. It is bigger. You know? Yeah. It works yes. for me. It would be like, yes, totally. It would be like if Edwards is is Dan, IMAX is Steve. It's just bigger. You know, I'm, I'm swinging. Dan's swinging too, though. He's, you know, he's swinging. And handling but it a Steve's lot better. swinging. Steve's swinging. The movies are shorter. But. It's a fucking trailer. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know what? You're, you know what? If we're going to go down this road, you know what it's like? It's like those stupid. Hi, I'm what? Carrie. And hey, I'm Bridget. And this is our commercial. <laughs> that's that's you in the Regal Theater. The dumbass popcorn and Coke commercial. 
even go there. We could have just went to the hey, next subject, G. You started it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dad's mean today, people. Do you give a person a food truck and all of a sudden they think they run the world? I've had it up to here with you, Hudson. That's it. It's the last I, I show I'm doing. God, dude, you get a food truck and you're like, hey, and you suck. I'm like, wow. Oh, by the way, um, what is the likelihood of us getting a sequel? In your opinion, without looking at any articles, Alita sequel, what do you think? 50-50, 70-30? I would like to go 60-40 right now. 60 towards getting a sequel. Oh, that's not good. It's not. <laughs> It's not. That's not good. I don't know. Like, I haven't really heard that much about it is the only thing. I would highly recommend people go and see this movie. And I know that it left me, especially at the end when you find out who the bad guy was. Oh, dude. (laughs) I was like, what? I did not recognize him at all. Oh, my God. And I know that was intentional, but it surprised me. I'm like, oh, shit, it is him. Look what sunglasses will do for people. Every time I see him, I think of him saying, yeah, you see that? This means not welcome. I'll just put it like that. I just Every time it, I see him. I think a curb stomping. That's what I'm saying. Same movie. I know. But that curb stomping, though. <laughs> I can't get that out of my head ever. Keep me think for a while. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, I mean, look, dude. That 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 was a harsh movie. And I was like, that dude, he did such an amazing job. But yeah, I love... Here's the thing. With Alita Battle Angel, I think... I don't think they... Um, a, the advertising wasn't great. I mean, there's so many great things they could have put uh, to make people see this movie. And when I watched the whole movie, I was like, wow, man, there's so many great things that could have been put into these ads, but they weren't. Um, I just thought it was adorable. I would I would watch it again. I, I see why you watch movies twice. I get it. I get it. Not all movies, but this one I would. There's just things. There was a lot going on in it that I could have missed that I think I want to go back like, and check out. Like, I'm not going to watch, I probably, I'm going to see Captain Marvel once until it comes out on Blu-ray. You're probably going to go see it three times, you said, right? I'm going to see it three times. That's amazing, dude. That is. But I do that with Marvel movies, man. You've seen, you've seen uh, Infinity War three times? uh, Not every one of them, but a lot of them I have. How many times have you seen Blade? Uh, Probably two or three times. Shame on you. How many, and how many times have you seen Infinity War? Jeez. (laughs) Really? Really? Like probably six or seven times. Not in a row, you know, but yeah, over the last a, year. I'm very eager to see how they interact Captain Marvel with Thor. Because as powerful as Captain Marvel is, Thor is technically a god. So I'm wondering how they're going to... I can't wait to see that interaction. Let alone the interaction between Iron Man and Shuri. Oh my god. God, that's going to be, when he sees her equipment, I wonder if he's going to lose his mind. Like, hey, let me see your equipment. Bruh, when he sees Wakanda, is is Stark going to lose his mind? He's going to be like, oh my God. Will he make it to Wakanda? He will. Yeah. I I mean, he has to see who the smartest person on the face of the planet is. Yeah. He's going to want to meet her. If they don't do that. Yeah. Huge miss. She's literally thinking circles around Stark. And Stark's never been around someone like the closest he's gotten is Banner and Vision. And she's thinking circles around both of those guys. Like this is a woman that's going to be blowing Stark's mind. I can't wait, man. But yeah, I think um again. What are you giving Alita? Okay. What do you what do you want? What do we hold on, let me think. It's been a minute. What is that freaking sword called? They called it something in the movie. 
How about he we said, go dead dogs? Oh, <laughs> that was that's up, too wow. sad. Whatever the sword's called, I forgot what the sword is called. But we know, what, of, we know what a dead dog's called. It's called a dead dog. Okay, let me see. Damascus blade. Um, I'm gonna give it three out of five Damascus swords. What okay, about you? That's fair. Um, Damascus blades. I'm gonna go ahead and give it. Uh, you know, I'm gonna actually echo what you say here, and I'm gonna go three out of five Damascus blades too. That's good. Yeah, because, you know, it was a good movie. Could have been a better movie. But it's one of those movies where I saw so much happening. I think I need to see it one more time before I give it a final. But for this viewing, particularly since we saw it like three weeks ago, we've been meaning to talk about it. Yeah, three out of five. That's for me. It has. Okay, what I will say is it hasn't stuck with me. Okay. I will say that. That's fair it enough. What hasn't, and, and you know what? In a way, I was glad we waited because it's like, Right off the jump, I would have been crazy over it. I have not really thought about it again. Um, and there are movies that stick with, as you know, there's movies that like stick with you. And you're like, wow. Like, but no, normally they're not action movies anyway, though. Normally the movies that stick with you are pretty in-depth. Like, whoa, that was wow. But this movie, dude, if someone was like, uh, what are we going to watch? We got a little battle. I would literally say, hey, put that in. Let's go. Can't wait. Let's do it. Yeah, you're game I'll to watch it. it. Oh, dude, this is going to be, it's fun from beginning. It, they don't take forever to get to the good stuff. She starts fighting fairly quickly. And when she does, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> oh, dude, she is no freaking jitter. They even threw an F-bomb in there. I wasn't expecting yeah, you that. Only, you only have one for a PG-13. And they it wasn't it misused, I don't think. I think it was okay. That's funny that you say F-bomb. And didn't say the, the word? Yeah, that's very interesting. Why? What's going on with you? Well, the dude gets a food truck and starts cleaning up his act. That would be gratuitous. Okay. What well, tell you? Food trucks saying. change people. It wasn't sincere. It wasn't sincere. So I finally got you to check out the DC Universe. I don't know yes. how much you want to talk about it just now. We'll leave Titans out. I know you're just getting started on that. So leave that um, out completely. But Doom Patrol. Yes, I do want to talk about some of it this weekend. We're not going to say why. But here's what I'm going to say. Brendan Fraser is a star. We forgot. We forgot Brendan Fraser is a star. And I, I'm sorry. The dude has a metal outfit on and he is an, I love Matt Bomer. Love him. But the way Fraser is acting from behind a, a suit is incredible. Unmatched. Unmatched. I don't know how he's doing this. But I I would watch a, hey, ladies and gentlemen, the Brendan Fraser show. I would watch it. <laughs> I like it. I, mean, I didn't really care for the Mummy movies, but I didn't really blame him for it. I liked the first Mummy. I thought. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't yeah, something I, I would recommend. And I would say for um, all the characters are decent. They're fine. Um, again, I'm not into Homegirl as much as y'all are. Oh, you talking about our Twitter conversation? Yes. Oh, okay. And I'm like, I'm not into it like that. No, I think I think she's a great character just in general. Maybe not even necessarily the actress. Yeah. Diane Guerrero, since we're talking about her. But uh, no, I think she's awesome, dude. 64 different personalities, each with a different power. Come on. I've seen someone do that amazingly recently. And so it's tough. Who are we talking about? From, uh, from uh, Glass. Yeah, but it's different. 
How? It's a different character. I know, but his switch was crazy. Yeah, it's, but I still think it's good. I think it works very well for the Doom Control show. It's fine. It's fine. Now, what I will say, oh, Steve. What I will say is, as much as I'm fine with her, Cyborg G. <laughs> Cyborg Let's come G. on. Let's, let's talk about it. Cause... Not now. I can't now because I don't have time now. Oh, my God. I have to go in, oh, now, actually. And, but I, 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 I want to stay long enough to say this. In L.A., there are actually clinics for acting. And they teach you. This is so mean. Bruh, there's, there's, you got to do something, man. Because they're not even putting out their A game. And you got to at least keep up with that. You, you can't. You can't be so unbelievable that it takes me out of the show. You just can't. And I'm speaking at this, bruh, 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 listen. You got to represent. <laughs> you got to represent, man. And I, I love that you're on the show. But gee, you have got, I just don't believe it, man. I don't. And I try to. And I just don't. And... The thing is, man, I don't know how it's hard to play that part, G. And maybe it's maybe it's like me, someone saying, you're not playing the piano right. It's probably easy. Whatever, G. What I'm telling you is you got to do better, man. And I'm probably going to go off the hook this next episode. But right now, G, you got to do better. How many episodes have you seen? Uh, two. Okay. So on the third one, I've just given up. <laughs> like I was willing to think. Is it that bad? That was his name. Uh, Joy Von Wade, I believe, is the guy that plays him. And I was willing to think, okay, his introduction, maybe it's just a little bit weak. You know what I think? I think they have exhausted all of their funds for quality actors, and now they have these 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 jokes that are going to be coming in. But it, this it dude, can't be because he's in the Justice League. He wasn't great in the Justice League. But he wasn't this. This is a mockery. He wasn't this. It's almost like he's like, I don't even want to be here. <laughs> It's like, like they why went, am I doing Justice League and this? This is what I said on Twitter. I said it's like they they got the strongest cast and they said, okay, well, let's take the what's what's Cyborg look like? Okay, he's a big guy. He's a big presence. Let's take the smallest dude in the room. <laughs> they, I think he might be smaller than Crazy Jane. His costume, which does not fit him, it no. doesn't look. It looks like like it's you know what? What do we have lying around? Okay, let's use that. And what's wrong? He can't act. Okay, well that's that's okay. Well, let's just work with it. They just got the wrong person for this character, and it is it is such a contrast to the rest of the crew. As quirky as they are, it just doesn't work. I don't know if it's ever going to work. I don't think I see this character being any better than he is right now, and I don't feel there's any reason to defend that. <laughs> like he's just a shitty I'm, cyborg. I'm gonna. What I'll say is this: I'm worried about the next episode, Jay. I'm worried. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch it tonight. Oh, and before I leave, DC, get your crap together with Fire Stick. What the crap is going on with your app? If it's not ready, don't put it on it. Just don't put it on the thing. I'm tired of clicking on it and nothing happens. Jesus. Sorry. I'm sorry, whack ass Fire Stick. Get a Roku or something. First of all, just calm down. Oh, I got, I, do, I got it. I got it. 
I have got to go. People, here's the thing, man. I'm sorry. I took up too much time talking about uh, the food trucks and Target. But what I will say is that I love you all. And we're going to have an amazing show this upcoming weekend. And we're going to go crazy, go mad, go insane. And uh, I can't wait to, to, to see, love, and hug on everybody through Sonic love. And other than that, I'm out. The next wonderful, amazing, dope voice you're going to hear is the man of the hour, the Tower of Power, Danathan. Peace out, people. Love you. Peace. We're going to record this weekend with some very special guests. We are talking about Captain Marvel. So that's all I'm going to give you right now. My name is Dan Ramirez. That guy over there was Steve Hudson. We are the Heroes of Noise. We want you to be good to yourselves. We want you to be good to the people around you. And with that, I bid you adieu. Peace.